Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. I'll be giving you actionable value to help you with mindset, training, and nutrition to help you transform your life. Disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Not because I want to be mean, but because I generally respect you. Also, I'm a meathead. So if you tune in and decide to give me the time out of your life that you know you'll never get back, the very least I can do for you is keep it a stack. Expect to be educated, motivated, and inspired. And get ready to laugh over some light-hearted banter. Now that that's out the way, let's chat with IFBB Pro Matt Butale. Get ready, meatheads. Time to dive in. Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your returning champion, IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, coming at you with another topic. And today, I'll be giving insight as to how I gained over 50 pounds of lean mass while staying under 15 to 12% body fat without PEDs, all right? Disclaimer, this is going to vary from you know, based off of where you're starting in your fitness journey, um, you know, h- how consistent you are and mainly your genetics as well. Right. So uh, but as I said earlier on before the podcast episode was recording, I want you guys and girls to know, OK, that I've picked out the most objective things that I think are the concrete reasons as to why and how I gained over 50 pounds of lean mass within five years while still staying relatively lean. So you can still apply the information that I've uh, gathered up from my own experience and, you know, apply it to your own fitness journey, apply it to your life and see where, you know, the puzzle fits. And then, of course, you can benefit from that. All right. So that's the point of today's podcast. My intention is to share with you the object, the things that I think objectively got me here. And hopefully you can apply them yourself so that you can get similar results. Again, I'm not promising the same exact thing, but I'm going to give you what I think helped me and, and actually helped change my body. All right. So let's get into this one today. Let's talk a little bit about my my natural transformation from about 2017 to 2021. All right. So every time I think of 2017, when I started competing as a natural bodybuilder, I laugh a little bit. Not because, you know, I completely changed and ate and crapped out my old, the old version of my physique, but because I remember the thoughts going on in my head weeks leading up to uh, competing for the very first time, right? In 2017, that's when I started competing. It was, you know, I had my very first show in that year, November of 2017. I was nervous as fuck. I almost talked myself out of it three times. And, you know, like most of you, I didn't really believe that competing was really worth it. Um, I was, I literally told myself every excuse in the book to not go and compete, right? And I was coming out of a breakup at that time, out of a two-year relationship, and I was struggling financially, always working. I had no time to train or cook food that I had to eat in order to actually put on the muscle and keep up with my protein intake. So it was pretty much, it was a clusterfuck the first year of actually like, you know, trying to take my fitness seriously outside of whatever sports I played in the past, right? Like I remember going to the bus, running to the bus after work to go to my coach's house to learn how to pose and build the posing routine and stuff like that. And then from there straight to the grocery shop and then go home and then hit the shower and all that and repeat it on like four or five hours sleep every single day. It's kind of the worst thing ever, especially during winter time, which is when I was actually competing. For those of you guys and girls that know when you get lean around wintertime, it's the fucking worst because you have no body fat on you, no body water on you. So the cold feels colder. Right. And your joints get stiffer and all that stuff. So it sucks. Right. But anyway. I would sleep four to five hours a day and go to work, sometimes work two jobs with like no energy. It was fucking hell. And when I think of it, 
I don't even remember 100% how I was able to like convince myself to continue going through with that, right? I just remember that I was tired of writing down my plans in my notes and never actually completing them. And one of the plans, of course, was competing for the first time. Um, and competing was on my list for like two years or more. And I was sick and tired of ignoring it. At this time, I was like 19. So I, I wrote it down, I think, when I was like 17, about a year, a year before I got out of high school or that, that year I got out of high school, something like that. Anyway. I told myself and I wrote it down in a little notebook that I've actually still got here. If you're watching this live, you can see it. This no notebook. Um, I wrote, I told myself I'm going to turn pro in 2020. Like that's what I told myself. And then COVID-19 happened. So the sh that show was canceled that year. Um, but, you know, subsequently the following year, the show was returned and then actually ended up turning pro at that show. But that's something else. I remember feeling like shit at work when I... You know, when there were pizza parties or whatever it was, people would bring donuts and stuff. You know what work was like, right? Um, and I wouldn't be able to eat the pizza because that's to be so disciplined and, you know, basically be, basically be sharper than a knife when it came to my diet leading up to my very first show. Um, I seriously try to keep talking myself out of it, but honestly, I, I didn't. I didn't talk myself out of it because I was, it, it's sort of like... I was able to tap into to who I truly was. That 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 level of discipline when it came to like, in as simple as it sounds, not eating the pizza when the pizza was right in my face is part of the reason, um, you know, that connects to how I got to this position with like 50 pounds of added muscle and staying relatively lean, right? Because it's mainly discipline when it comes to nutrition that will keep you relatively lean, right? Your conditioning is based off of how you eat, right? Yes, you're training too. Yes, your cardio as well. And absolutely your genetics factor in, but... It's mainly what you eat, how you eat, and how disciplined you are when it comes to eating, okay? But anyway, we're going to dive in a little bit deeper and talk about this story, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be giving you guys and girls some actionable, actionable value here, all right? So um, I was able to tap into who I truly was by exercising my discipline muscles, I guess, if you want to call them that, whenever food was presented in front of me and I decided not to eat it, right, given that I had to go to uh, compete for my show. And again, this is not... For the average person that's, you know, losing weight and just wants to burn fat um, in, in terms of like this story, because this is a story of me competing. And if I weren't competing, I would fucking eat the pizza and the donut and all that stuff. And you can definitely eat pizza, donut, burgers and all that stuff and still burn fat if you are disciplined. You've got to earn the right to be disciplined. Otherwise, you'll just never control yourself and spill everywhere and just eat whatever the fuck you want because you think you can. All right. So I won that show. Right. Of course, we know that if you've been following me, you know that already. And that's when the relief swept in, you know, um, but so did the tension because I knew that I was meant to compete and I had to like essentially top that look that I had for my first show by the next year because I was uh, aiming to go to nationals because I wanted to turn pro, as I said. But instead of fear, I felt freedom. I finally proved to myself that I was made for this and I finally proved to myself, you know, the voices in my head was just noise. The voices that said, oh, you shouldn't compete. Oh, you shouldn't do this. Oh, you shouldn't do that. This, that and the other thing. Pretty much like what you guys and girls can can experience in your head when it's like, you know, you should go to the gym, but you don't actually go because that voice in your head wins that battle that day. Um, this is the opposite of that. Right. This is the opposite of that. Um, and, you know, again, I, with this mindset, I was able to go to the nationals that year, win it. And then the following year, I placed second. The following year after that, uh, there was no nationals. The following year after that, I wanted again to turn pro. Right. So. It was literally a repetition of me, one, being disciplined enough to control my habits when it came to eating, and two, being disciplined enough to not listen to the noise in my head that would convince me to not go all the way and quit 
my fucking goals because I wrote those plans down for like fucking years and I wasn't living up to those plans um, until I decided to no longer listen to that voice in my head, right? A lot of this stuff is very mental when it comes to being able to change your body and grow muscle. Most of it is actually mental. So without the mental aspect, you won't be able to apply the knowledge that you know it's going to help you build the muscle. Like you, you guys and girls know you can go on Google for free, okay? And there's, I'm, I'm just going to say this really quickly. Um, for the person watching this on TikTok that I don't know if they're trolling or hating, but you know, he says, you know, you didn't go to nationals. Ha ha ha. Well, I just moved my head and the camera. You can see all those medals there from nationals and my IFBB pro card that I got last year. So unless you're, you're, if you're trolling, then that's funny, but if not, you can absolutely suck yourself. So anyway, moving forward, um, I killed the old me. I killed that voice in my head and I was able to move forward with the fact that I was able to keep myself disciplined physically with food and mentally with the grind, right? Those are like the two biggest things. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, and I never looked back since that day, since I was able to actually fucking, you know, lay it down, lay it down and get those results, get the, the you know, win the, uh, the nationals, add the muscles slowly, right? And the moment when COVID-19 uh, died down and that pro qualifier came around, I seized the moment, got my pro card. Moral of the story, do not listen to the voice in your head. That voice is the bitch inside you. Right? Instead, create a new voice, the voice of command, the voice of commit, uh, of conviction, of commitment, and the voice of a boss overall. Like, just do not quit. You can't afford to let yourself down for another year. Let's fucking go. All right. So let's give. I'm going to give you guys and girls some actionable value as to how to like keep your mind in that frame, so you can actually apply whatever it is that you learn or continue to to learn about fitness. Right. Like you know, you can go online, man. You can go online, you can learn so much, you can go on YouTube, you can go on Google, you can learn so much about how to build muscle, but like, what's the difference between the person that goes online and like researches all this shit and doesn't change anything and the person that researches all this shit and literally grows muscle and is able to keep themselves lean while they do that, right? It's, it's not the difference of knowledge because you have the same knowledge, you have the same opportunities, whether or not you have a coach, right? It's literally all in your fucking brain. That's the reason why I told you this story. It's in your brain. The, it, the power for you to apply anything that, you, that is in your head, to make it leave your head and to go onto your body or into the real world, you have to ha have a course of action. And that course of action must be met with these few things I'm going to talk about. Number one, and, and it's, it's going to reflect the story, the discipline, the physical discipline of being able to do the thing that you need to do in order to get the result. In that case uh, of the story and me competing for the first time, it was not splurging and eating pizza and muffin and donuts at work, even though I was fucking hungry and I was on a calorie deficit and I was training super hard and I had barely any sleep. The discipline of not eating that food, knowing that it would mess me up for my my very first competition, was one of the like the main foundations, the main building blocks to help get that those ideas and plans that were on pieces of paper and in my head and bring them into the real world and manifest them physically, which was difficult, but it, 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 it works, right? You can get all the information you want online, but if you can't use your brain to literally make your body apply that information, the information just stays in your head. It stays literally in your brain. There's nothing you can do about it until you do it, do something about it, right? There's nothing you can do about it until you do something about it physically, like in, in like the real world, like with action. That's the first thing, the discipline when it comes to uh, limiting yourself in, in terms of like how you should do certain things and control certain things for a certain period of time to get a desired outcome, right? The discipline to do the thing. The other thing that I want to talk about outside of like the discipline and the action is another mental thing, of course, and I did touch upon it in the story a little bit. 
it's it's ignoring the pessimist in your brain. All right. It's ignoring the pessimist in your brain. Every single human being has that voice in their head that's going to tell them to not do the thing because it's just going to make you feel more comfortable or it's just going to make you feel more safe or at least initially inside you don't want to do the thing because you're lazy or because you're tired or whatever it is and i can 100% relate especially in that story i just told you know be uh, functioning off of fucking 3 to 5 hours of sleep every day going to the gym and again i was i was taking the bus i had to bus for like an hour and a half to go to my coach and and, and do posing there and then go back to get my groceries and then cook and it was just i didn't want to do most of the shit that i had to do right and the voice in my head in the back of my head was saying yo matt like just fucking chill out today just sleep don't go to the gym today you know you don't have to really be sharp with your nutrition today because you're kind of tired and that voice which every single human being has i don't give a shit who you are we all have that voice is going to kill you and it's going to be the voice that holds you back from actually achieving your dreams and i'm telling you this with firsthand experience not only with myself but with the clients that i've worked with now and you know the, the past clients that i've had and even my friends in the gym like it's this and you too you, you can understand this too Anything that you've ever done successfully was done because you listened to the better side of your brain instead of the worst side of your brain, right? The better side is the optimistic side saying, I can do this. I have the energy. Yes, it's hard, but I'm going to push a little bit harder. Like that part of your brain is the most important part when it comes to um, applying not only the first step, the discipline, but ignoring any of the roadblocks that you think are actually there. Even if there are actual roadblocks, Having a strong enough mind to not listen to the bitch in your brain is so fucking important. That's literally, that's, it's like applying the knowledge that you learn outside of that and be like the only difference from someone that applies it and then falls off and applies it and continues to grow is the fact that with every obstacle that comes in the way, the person that has the mindset of listening to the positive side of the brain is able to continue going through and growing because they understand that, yes, it's going to be difficult, but my mind has to be stronger and I have to lean on the positive thoughts a lot more in order for me to actually use this for a long period of time. Use this in, in terms of when I say this, I'm talking about the information or use the knowledge and apply it with discipline for a long period of time because you're able to lean mentally on that side of your brain. Okay. And the last thing I want to talk about to apply this, how to grow muscle, how I actually grew, mu grew muscle about 50 pounds and stayed relatively lean under 15% body fat as a natural athlete in five years. The number one thing, guys and girls, and you've heard this 8 billion times, and I'm going to tell you again because it didn't change. It's something I still do now is I respect my protein limits. Okay. There's one part of it. Okay. There's one part of it where, you know, you're, you're going up and down in weight because you're, you're growing, you know, you're essentially bulking and cutting in a way. But the more important part is that for every gram of protein or for every gram of or for every pound you have, you've got to have at least bare minimum scratching the bottom a gram of protein for every pound of body weight. So if you're 200 pounds, it's 200 grams protein daily. Can't miss. You can't miss. Right. And if you're, we're talking about staying relatively lean and you are overweight, Get lean first and then focus on slowly maintaining or just staying in a slight surplus to build muscle without having to go so far off into the deep end, right? And vice versa, if you are starting off skinny and you're already lean, right? You want to, you don't want to go out of control and, you know, get so, uh, so much into a calorie surplus 
where you now get fat, right? You want to keep it under control and stay in a zone where it's comfortable enough for you to eat. You don't feel too full. You don't feel hungry at all, right? But you still respect that uh, protein marker that I said, at least a gram per pound of body weight for a a consecutive, literally for years, for months and years to get to a point where you can actually put on 50 pounds of muscle. Not everybody is going to be able to put on 50 pounds of muscle, even if they're training for the first time. Right. As, as I said at the beginning of this episode, genetics do play a huge role. They really, really do play a huge role. All right. But I want you guys and girls to just be 100 percent aware of this. Even though you don't have my genetics, even though you might not have my work ethic. It still stands true. It's worked for my clients. It's, it's worked for literally all of my gym boys. And it's going to work for you if you can apply it in your own way. All right. That's it. That's all. If you like this episode, straight out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Also, I want to let you know, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy with me as your head coach, feel free to shoot me a DM on whatever social media platform you are listening to this on. Do not forget to screenshot and share this podcast out to your Instagram stories. Let's embrace your inner meathead together, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural IFBB Pro Matt Butale signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised, but I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner meathead, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.